0: Let me ask you a question. What time did you wake up this morning? Was it 4 a.m.? Probably not. 4 a.m. is really early. I don't know too many people that wake up at 4 a.m., but this guy does. My next guest took some time out of hanging out with family, had a good old Skype session. His name is Darwin Johnson. He's an MMA fighter and a PE teacher and this week we talk about embracing the process, facing our fears, understanding our capabilities. He is all about it. This dude is Superman without the cape. He's an awesome guy. I'm so excited for this episode. He also tells us about his MMA debut so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a good episode so let's go! how long have we known each other for a few years yeah a few years years. dude i'm so excited i'm talking to darwin johnson who's a mma fighter and a teacher and just an all-around uh just an all-around hero to the people not all superheroes wear capes this dude is a prime example of that so dude thank you so much for being on this thing man
1: for sure man definitely dude anytime i get to talk to you in any form it's always dope,
0: so. <laughs> dude i'm i'm super excited y'all you have no idea what's about to happen right now so darwin uh is just coming off your first like Is was this a ufc fight or like the, separate it's, from ufc
1: yeah it was separate from ufc this is my first amateur mma fight so it's basically like the building ground to build yourself up to being able to go to that next level UFC or whatever it may be. So,
0: okay. All right. So just like just a week ago, almost now you got your first, you, you, you are perfect right now. Your record is one and Oh,
1: that's right, baby.
0: Dude. Oh man. That's so exciting. So man, like, okay. MMA and you're and a your teacher too, right?
1: I'm a teacher. I'm a PE teacher for uh, kindred to second.
0: Okay, see y'all can tell I did my homework before I got to, talk to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Here we're we're big firm believer in like our stories hold our cure and just like our like our your history tells a lot about who you are now. So how did you get to be what like what was the journey like to become Darwin Johnson MMA fighter like? how did you get here
1: yeah man i just feel like i've always um i've always liked competing in like various different forms um whether it be basketball freaking checkers like whatever whatever it may be i've always liked competing and uh martial arts man there's just something so pure about it like it's a like the purest form of competition it's like mentally challenging physically challenging spiritually challenging Mm. um and overall it just, I feel like it creates a lot of discipline in you. Okay. Um, and the first time I went to uh, a place that had mixed martial arts had seen it on TV and I wanted to try it out, I was, did a jujitsu class and I was immediately hooked from there, from there <laughs> is what, uh, is what, uh, kind of got me hooked on it and went a lot more interested. And, uh, and, uh, so that's why I kind of kept going and pushed through and, and I uh, wanted to learn more about myself, and so that's kind of how it started.
0: Yeah, so how old were you whenever you first, like, when you first did your first MMA class? Like, how, how old were you?
1: Um, I'd probably say I was about 22, I think. Okay. Yeah, but then I wasn't as serious about it. I was kind of just kind of seeing, you know, what it was like and, you know, if I could be good at it or if I would really like it or if it just looks cool on TV
0: kind of mm-hmm. thing <laughs> yeah
1: and uh anytime I would go in there the guys would be like man like if you really put some effort into this then you could do you could do pretty well and oh, so snap. yeah and I was just barely starting like not knowing what I was doing at all
0: yeah um,
1: and so that gave me you know a little bit extra confidence to, to kind of keep trying to do it um but at the time I was still into basketball and you know personal training was an option I didn't really know you know what I wanted to do, so I didn't take it as seriously at that point. Um, but just here recently, I'd say since November, yeah, since November, I've been putting like all my energy into training and uh been getting pretty serious about it, so
0: yeah yeah so so one quick story that I always like to tell people about um i'm I've met at Darwin uh two separate times. And there was like one time he was working uh, a co- at a coffee shop on because we went to college together. He was working at a coffee shop there. You remember the <laughs> den? <laughs> yes. It's not there anymore. But, <laughs> yeah. but so I walk in with a couple of friends of mine and and like we're you know we're getting coffee. We wanted to check it out. I think we we're like freshmen at the time. You know we order our coffee. This giant, humongous, goliath-looking <laughs> person is like you know like the stir looks really tiny in his hands and he's like making coffees and stuff so like gives us our coffees all right cool thanks man we pay and walk out and the as soon as we hear the door close behind us we're like did you see the size of that guy he was huge (laughs) like he's just like shredded god loved him a little extra that day like he's huge and then the second time i the all the guys like is it was a little co-ed game all the guys agree like yeah we're gonna lay each other out we're gonna tackle and everything and i was like dang it no i don't want to do that (laughs) because like darwin's not on my team like and he's a big student (laughs) on the field like i don't all right we'll see how this goes and all the girls were like oh yeah we'll do the two touch thing like crap (laughs) so we so my team my team's getting set to like receive the kickoff right and and um i I just remember like jogging back into place, getting ready to receive the kickoff, thinking like, all right, whatever happens, I'm gonna get out from under this ball because I'm not gonna be the one to catch this ball. (laughs) The thing goes right at me. I catch it and I start running, and all I see is this giant man (laughs) running back at me too. And I'm like, crud, this is gonna hurt. And Darwin just like picks me up and cradles me in his arms like a sweet little baby lamb, and then just like lays me down gently on the ground. And all I can think to say is like Thank you, thank you so much for not, for not killing me, uh, uh, And now he's an MMA fighter. So. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> you were preparing me to control my emotions.
0: <laughs> yeah, to, to control yourself. So growing up, you didn't, you you kind of saw it and and were like interested in it, and yeah. then just and then just didn't really like take it too too seriously. Right. And then then like, but people saw that you were like, that you had, you had some stuff, like you were, you were capable if you really wanted to do this. So was there any, was there any like fear getting started?
1: So that's the weird thing. Like I was, I was never afraid of like actually getting hurt or anything like that. The fear was always of losing or Mm. not, of not, um, being, uh, good enough or not you know, not doing the things that people could see in me when it comes to competing. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's a fear that we all have in whatever area of life we're trying to pursue. A lot of Mm -hmm. times it's not that that we can't be great. It's that we we don't have it in us to be great, you know. Mm. Um, And so that's something that I feel like I battled with a lot um, since I started taking this seriously. And um, I'm just really lucky that the team I'm with right now uh, is full of guys that, do nothing but uplift you, like, all the time. Yeah. Um, I train at a fitness fight factory in Fort Worth, and um, literally that place is like a family. Everyone is there to, to help everyone and, and push them forward, and a lot of times when you have the, those anxiety and those fears, you know, you can express those to those people there. I know a lot of people think about MMA fighters as people with their heads shaved off and tattoos on their face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and just, like, blood in their eyes at all times. Yeah.
1: Dude, like one of the, the baddest guys there has three boys, like, you know, just had a newborn family guy, like, talks about oh, man, I gotta go home, feed the baby, you know, just a regular dude, uh-huh. man. It's it's just a family atmosphere and um um so yeah, that's i think that was the biggest that biggest I guess you could say fear for me. Mm-hmm. Um getting started was that that I would not succeed, that I would fail.
0: Mm. So, yeah. In- And you've, I'm sure in your training and everything, there's been days where you feel like, like, this, this is just, this is too hard. I don't know. I can't, can't keep doing this anymore. So, like, how are, like, how are you pushing yourself through those, through those days? Because you Um, also, because, and we'll get to this in a a little bit, but, like, you work a full-time job, too, on top of all this, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so luckily, um, I, I was pretty strategic about when I was going to take my first fight, um, Mm -hmm. Because it was my first year of teaching. And so I didn't know what to expect there. And so I purposely made sure that my first fight would be during the summer. And so I could say that this summer is literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was training four times a day for two and a half hours each session.
0: Wow. So wow. So
1: I was completely just exhausted this whole summer. Like, I... Yeah. I dedicated my entire summer to this goal. And um there were days where I was just like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, this is crazy. Like, why? Why am I doing this? And then those, those there's the really rewarding days where you start to see that growth. And, um you know, you get to be proud of the of the work and the effort that you're putting in. And um in this sport, man, if you don't love the sport, if you don't truly are, are passionate oh. about it, no yeah. way you could you would never be able to do it this summer. I pretty much dedicated my whole summer to to training for this fight and um, I was training yeah. pretty much four times a day, two and a half hours every training session and you're going against people who you know have been doing this forever and most of the days you are getting smashed like you're getting you're getting, <laughs> you're getting you're getting beat up by people most days and uh, it, it it was it's definitely challenging man mentally and physically because you know you're you're putting all your effort into Um, pursuing this and and um you know some days aren't your day like some days you're the you're Mm -hmm. the nail you're not the hammer and um Mm -hmm. you have to be able to continue forward and know that it's all progression and as long as you're putting you know one percent better every day um then that's the goal um Mm -hmm. but if you're not all in 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 the sport or you're not all in in the game then there's no way that you can push through and keep going because somebody else is pushing through and when you yeah. get in that cage you're gonna get hurt by a person <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah so one of the things that i admire about you the most it is this is this discipline and this the schedule that you've kept and you said you you were really strategic um scheduling this first fight so during the school year though because i know that like you and i would try like try to get a hold of each other and they just like nope sorry man just i like out of reach or out of touch and and uh and and, i mean you know it was it's you're always doing something so like during the school year what was what was like your daily schedule like because i i don't think people under quite understand whenever we talk about like you have to like you sacrifice for the things that you want to do or the things you love like there's there's like a clear picture here whenever i think about you so like what what was your what's your daily schedule during school year
1: yeah man so the way that I had to do it to make sure I maintained all of my training schedule and my school schedule is I would have to wake up at 4 a.m., um, go to the gym.
0: <laughs> I'm already tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to, to my my strength and conditioning. So that was like two and a half hours at the gym. So I would get done with that about six 6.30ish. Uh-huh. Um, and so I have to be at school by like 7.15 to do, um, to do car line, you know, to get the kids started. So I'll rush back home, um, you know, shower up, get to school, get my car line, um, do classes all throughout the day. Get out of school about uh, 3.30 or 4, depending on the day. As soon as mm-hmm. school is over, go home for about 10, 15 minutes, go to practice, wouldn't get home from practice until like 9, 9.30, something like that, Do it all over again for the rest of the the week. That's pretty wow. much my schedule. Yeah, yeah
0: that's that your schedule. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then weekends like, like did you? I mean, did you? You still getting up and working out twice a day?
1: Yeah. So weekends, weekends I did three because I actually had more time on the weekend. So I did like three. <laughs> <time on the> <laughs> <week>. <laughs>
0: this dude said I got more time, so I'll just put in a little bit extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm still work out in there
1: all the weekends. So I be up three. Luckily, I got to sleep in a little bit longer. Like, I didn't have to be up until let's see, because I have uh, MMA training at like 11:30 on the weekend, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to get ready until about. I would get up at like maybe 7:30 or 8, go to the gym, do my strength and conditioning. Then I would go and train uh, all my full practice MMA. Get done with that about like one one thirty ish. Then I would do my last training session um, of the day, just like working on little like stretching or more like explosive stuff. Do that Mm -hmm. for about two hours, and then literally, man, I would go home and sleep. That was it.
0: (laughs) Just 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 sleep.
1: Yeah, I would wake up to eat and go right back to sleep.
0: Yeah. So. I mean are are you are you enjoying this process like is this is this been fun for you
1: So at, at first um it wasn't fun just because I was trying to figure out how to manage my time Yeah um I felt like I wasn't really sure about how I was going to do that um but I feel like as far as or as long as it's gone I've found myself managing my time better in little pockets Yeah and the the best part about it's like most people wouldn't be able to do this if they were doing something that they didn't enjoy but i i like and truly enjoy martial arts fitness aspect like the family that i have at fight, uh, fitness Fight factory you know mm-hmm. it, like, all that makes it enjoyable anything in life that we do even if we love it there's always going to be parts of it that we don't like
0: definitely <clears throat> and so definitely.
1: and plus my job is great man my, I literally get to hang out with kids all day, like, <laughs>
0: and play
1: games with them, like, while all the yeah. other teachers are having to do tests and stuff.
0: <laughs> Everybody gets a great gets an A in your class. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, are
1: you breathing? Okay, A. No, <laughs> no, no, it's more. I make them. I make them work. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So I, it's it's my job is something that I love, and I love the training. It's just about managing time, and then feeling bad when you can't you can't talk to the people you want to talk to. Like every time I would miss your call, and yeah. I'd, I'd wake up out of my coma and see what you call. I'd be like, Oh, I can't. I'd just fall right back to sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's uh, pretty okay. much how I went. But
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you, but yeah. I mean, do you, so would you say that um, the way you're doing it uh, as compared to some of the other guys that, that are, that are, in your sport um is that, is that pretty typical or, or are you maybe uh, is your kind of routine a bit more unique
1: i'd say it's pretty typical man yeah uh, one of my coaches he always tells me that this is a selfish sport he's like mm. you have to be selfish and he's like if you're not going to be selfish you're not going to make it so he's like you have to be willing to say i'm going to dedicate all my time my effort into getting getting better yeah and you have to be able to I'm lucky because I don't have a you know a wife and kids and all this other stuff like a lot of my teammates do um yeah um so it's a lot harder for them I'm actually on the easier side of things I would say um but it's yeah it's a it's a selfish sport man Yeah.
0: yeah how how do you see kind of your experiences as a teacher and your experiences as an MMA fighter and, and all of it like do you see those experiences kind of leaking over into the other like do you see some of what you've learning as a in this season as a growing fighter kind of influencing how you teach and vice versa
1: yeah man i think it, the biggest thing with that is that whenever i'm teaching and i see like challenges especially my first year of teaching mm-hmm. there was a ton of challenges because i didn't know what to expect you know i'm getting to learn the kids um i'm really trying to figure out how to overcome those anxieties of being a first-year teacher Mm -hmm. Um, if you compare that to fighting another person it's nothing
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I can see that
1: (laughs) (laughs) everything becomes easier man so like i would go to school and like have something really big and and daunting in front of me and i would Mm -hmm. just think about hey at least i'm not having to spar Evan Cuts right now who's trying to you know beat me into a pulp where at least I'm not having to do jiu with you know this guy or that guy honestly it would it would make me be able to minimize a lot of the other things you know that I was doing um in mm-hmm. school and then when it came to the kids um a lot of times when I would see challenges for myself and a lot of times I would you know it would make me question myself or what I could do it made mm-hmm. me kind of sympathetic with a lot of the kids that I teach, because you you're giving them something new to do, and, and their immediate reaction is, "I can't do it," and so it kind of allows you to be put put in their shoes and and think about ways that you can help them overcome that too. Um,
0: mm-hmm. So that
1: was, that's been helpful too, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet it's um, I mean, it's really interesting. You you you're in a in an interesting spot of uh. You know, you've, you're catching these kids really early, like K to second, right? And those those are really formative years. I I would just imagine that there there's a lot of kids that kind of look at you and be like, wow, this dude's like, like you're you're kind of like a living breathing superhero almost. <laughs> and and I don't I don't want to like, kind of over dramatize it or just like hype you up too much. But like I I don't know, it just, it just seems like if if I knew that my my uh, PE teacher was also like a fighter too, like that. I would imagine that 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 probably hits a lot of a lot of young boys like right in the heart a little bit. Like you, you probably have a little deeper impact that way.
1: Yeah. Um so a lot of the kids that I teach um I feel like before they even knew that about me. One one of the things that that drew me into teaching is I always felt like I've always felt like with kids they feel like adults see them as, you know, not really people you know if, if that mm-hmm. makes sense like they yeah they see them as you know you're a person but okay you kind of go off to the side and you know yeah i'll get to you when i get to you kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: one of the things that i've always realized is that whenever i've been around kids i've treated them just like they were you know a regular person i would have conversations with them and if i'm talking to them first and an adult comes up or i'm gonna finish my conversation with the kid first you know yeah yeah and i think that's one of the things that they um, picked up about me is that I like truly are interested in them as people and care about them, um, and so I think I had already established that relationship with them anyways. <clears throat> and so when they found out that I was doing, you know, something extra, of course they're really curious about it, and you know that that does make them, you know, kind of be like more of, oh my gosh, my Coach Johnson, Coach Johnson pow pow, like a lot of them say that, <laughs> Coach, Coach Johnson pow pow, <laughs> Yeah they, they they do think they they do think you're a little bit a little bit cooler cuz you do that and yeah. I feel like that um they don't fully understand what it is that I'm doing sure. but um they 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 kind of understand it and they think that it's cool so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're one of a kind in more than a few ways. Have do you have any crazy stories of, like running into running into parents of your kids or, or just like talking with other teachers and be like, yeah, this is, you know, this is kind of what I'm about.
1: I know a lot of things where, where parents will ask me about is like, why, why are you doing this age group? That's the one that's the question I get a lot. Like, oh, really? Why K to the second kind of thing, because they always see me as like doing middle school or high school or something like that. <clears throat> and so that's that's the question that I get mm-hmm. a lot. And a lot of times I say it's just because I feel like this is the age where they're um, the most themselves and the, the age where you're impacting them the most um, in their life. You know, it's the, the building part of who they are. I, I remember growing up like my favorite teacher and that favorite teacher was in my younger years. That's why mm-hmm. I feel like that person had the most impact on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so I've always you know, felt like if I wanted to teach, I wanted to make sure that my kids remembered me far on as, you know, you know, they grow up and, and, you know, go on to higher grades and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I always felt like the grade that you can make the most impact on are those early years, mm. um, you know, in their lives. And mm-hmm. so that's what drew me to, you know, Kinder the second, because, you know, that's where you're really starting to learn like, okay, what's life about and,
0: you're
1: starting to experience challenges in life and figuring out how to deal with that and work past those and um i remember for me like that was a big deal growing up you know i didn't uh like in the first grade i was i was a pretty big nerd i'd say (laughs) And 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 so i didn't really know how to process that or you know what you know what i to think about myself and is it okay that i like you know certain things that people don't like you know that kind of thing the thing i started to think about was you know the people that helped me um through those thoughts and like helped me figure out you know how to you know see what what was for me that's and it's, cool buddy and if that, <laughs> and if that's and if what you know what works for me and, and what was best for me and, and those were my teachers in those years you know mm-hmm. and so um so yeah man i just wanted to be able to make a a lasting impact on on those kids
0: take me through like if, if i'm new to this whole world and an mma is something that i'm interested in and, I, and i'm trying to look into getting into like what are what are some of the things that you wish somebody had told you before you jumped into this or what, what are some things you think would be helpful for somebody new that's like trying to get started huh
1: that's a really good question the first thing i would say is if you have any apprehension at all um, of being uncomfortable, do not even think about doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so turn the other way. Sorry. Don't look <laughs> back. <laughs> don't, don't go anywhere near the sport. <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's, the, what's, that's what's, the first advice. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's yeah. the
0: most uncomfortable thing?
1: shoot man i feel like the most so when i first went to this gym that i'm going to now um yeah I, I had done some training you know outside of this gym and i was feeling pretty good about myself i was like yeah man i'm
0: i'm pretty good i got yeah go into this gym. you were no slouch I, like yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what i thought
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Yeah.
1: so i go to this gym man and literally everyone is destroying me oh, everyone wow. yeah and at the same time, they're like, man, you, you're, you're, you're pretty good as they're destroying me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so, oh, so yeah, man, it was, and there was a lot of uncomfortable <laughs> positions I was being put in, like trying to figure out how to get out of that and, mm-hmm. and push through that. I didn't know a lot of the technique to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Um, now it's a lot easier because I know the technique, but you're just always being put in a situation Um, that's not comfortable for you. And if if that's something that makes you, you know, kind of shy away, then yeah, it's definitely not, not, not something you should, you should try. Um, The other thing I would say is knowing that if you do this sport, you Mm -hmm. learn so many things about yourself that you didn't know, you know, like it's, it's a very Mm -hmm. rewarding experience. um, When you're, you see yourself get through things that you didn't know that you can get through or, Mm-hmm. you see yourself um past barriers that you thought you couldn't get past you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. growing up i you know i'd been in fights before and things like that it was never like okay i'm i'm afraid of physical confrontation or anything like that mm-hmm. um but it's just different in martial arts like there's I, it's hard to explain but there's different ways of seeing barriers or things that could deter you from doing it it's it's really a mental battle Mm -hmm. Um, and so you you have to be willing to accept the fact that you're going to be in some days where you're you're like man like this is tough and you don't want to keep doing this it's 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 going to be a battle mentally um Mm -hmm. but you once you push past, past those things and you overcome them the satisfaction the gratification that you feel is unlike anything man like it's my like yeah. my first my first fight like, dude, I'm like thinking about the roller coaster ride that was, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so let's get into that. Uh, this is just I mean you're just a week removed from this, so, like, uh, first fight like what what was that whole process like and and kind of like take <laughs> take us take us through it all, man. Yeah.
1: So I wake up fight day right. Um, get up get my bowl of cereal Uh you know (laughs) i'm eating my cereal and i'm like (laughs) man i'm gonna be in a cage fighting another dude in about six or five hours like the the realization like sinks in um Mm -hmm. so my coach calls me um my boxing coach rafael casillas super super cool dude awesome dude um so i go meet him from lunch and you know, he's talking to me. He's like, "Hey, you nervous? And how you feeling?" I'm like, "You know, I'm feeling good. You know, little butterflies here and there, but I'm good." So we go to the venue. Um, all the fighters are waiting there. They take me in the back, and um, um, I sit down to get my hands wrapped. Right, they're wrapping my hands for the fight. And as they're wrapping my hands for the fight, the commission calls us out, um, and they're talking to us for a really long time, explaining the rules. Mm-hmm. I'm the first fight of the night. Like oh, oh wow, fighting the night, yeah. And so we're cutting it close on time, man. And yeah. so my coach like grabs me back in, you know, we finish wrapping my hands. And so everything's already a little chaotic for me.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so I go back. My my coach finishes wrapping my second hand, and the guy come in. He's like, "All right, it's time to go fight." And I'm like, "Dude, I just got my hands wrapped. <laughs> like, I haven't even warmed up. I haven't done anything." They're like, "Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go." Dang. So, my coach bought me like maybe two or three minutes <clears throat> to go back and warm up mm-hmm. and then it's time to walk out so i hear my opponent's music he's walking out i'm waiting for me to go my music starts wait wrong wait music
0: oh no <laughs> wrong music i was about to ask like what's what's your song it doesn't matter wrong music yeah, Dang. wrong
1: song dude so i'm like what is this so it's like just <laughs> like super slow like sound like it's something at a wedding so oh
0: no what did you originally pick
1: i picked uh it's a jaden smith song s-r-s-y-r-e i think oh yeah 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 icon okay. you ever heard that one the yeah. Icon living song? yeah 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 uh, i picked that one but that's not what they played
0: so and and I, I i'm a i'm a little sad i sent you like five or six suggestions <laughs> 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 i would hear a new song and be like yo this is this is perfect this is perfect hype up music for you darwin and... You know what
1: happened, dude? So i channeled <laughs> i channeled my inner uh my inner Adonis Creed.
0: Oh there you go. Okay. All right. Creed 2 yet? Oh my gosh. Those are the two best movies I've ever seen ever. Creed, yeah, Creed and so good. Dude, so yeah, so all I, right. I, I, I channeled that. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. <laughs> All right. So I so
1: even, you, I, even uh, I walked out with the uh, with the sleeveless hoodie on, like he did.
0: Oh heck yes, that's yeah. awesome. All right. History, no. So so you come out to the wrong music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you're laughing at my misery. I <laughs>
0: mean, <laughs> no, yeah, this is you know, it's just another uh, mental hurdle you got to get through. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm
1: walking out. I'm am a little I'm a little PO'd, I'm not gonna lie. I'm walking out. <laughs> I see the cut, the cut, man. He's like putting Vaseline on my face. And I'm like, all right. And so I'm walking to the cage. You know, I see my opponent who's in the cage.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: get in, you know, I do my stretching thing. And, you know, in my head, I'm like fully prepared and ready to go. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, you know, the guy, he announces my opponent. He announces me. Pull The referee pulls us in, explains the rules. You know, come out when I say fight. You know, everything's still feeling good. The referee says fight. I go forward. And it was like I froze in a moment of time, dude. Oh like, wow! Like it felt like I couldn't move or something. Even though when I went back and watched the fight, that's not what happened. Like I was definitely moving. <laughs> like, but in my head, yeah, you you definitely moving. Yeah, yeah, I was like I had froze. So it's just like my reaction. I wasn't fully there for some reason. Like I don't know mm. what the deal was. And so that first round was like a like a wake up call, man. Like, yeah. It was, it was it was a battle and um and it was just like in your head like, Man, this is really I'm really in a fight right now. Yeah. And so the first round ends, you know, I go back to my corner, my coaches give me instructions and stuff, and um, if I'm being honest, like I probably lost that first round. Um and oh, really? so the second round comes along and I know that I have to, you know, like really pick up the pace and, and do something different and so this this guy was a was a really good wrestler, and so um, he he kept taking me down like that was his his thing. He kept taking me down, and and so um, I had knew that I had to like I had to start doing something to get through that. And so that yeah. was another like opportunity where I could think about all those past training sessions where I was tired and the mental hurdles that I had overcome. And so I literally like as he's taking me down, I just started like wailing on him and like. <laughs>
0: some good <laughs> shots go. in yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and uh and so uh the round ends and i ended up um like he couldn't answer the bell for the third round um so oh
0: punches, really
1: yeah the punches i did did pretty some pretty bad damage on him and so yeah i, I won by tko and in, in wow
0: yeah. see that yeah, dang
1: yeah so, so but for the first fight, there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened,
0: man. Yeah, it's got to be an out, almost an out of body experience. You're just you, this you've worked for this, you've thought about this, it's been in your head. Now you're here, and it's like this is the most unreal thing ever. So yeah. it had it had to be crazy. So it just was. what what kind of I, I almost kind of picture like the sound goes out, and and you're just like everything's in slow motion, and then you just get decked, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm here again. You're like.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what it was like. Like the the first the first punch that landed is like you're like okay, like this is this is a fight,
0: uh, and your yeah. whole body snaps back into it. You're like okay, I'm ready to go now.
1: Exactly, man. And and, and wow. I was like I was really disappointed in in my performance when the fight ended, but mm-hmm. like I had so much positive encouragement from my coaches and from um, my friends that were there. Um, just mm-hmm. I was just disappointed just because I knew I could do so much better than I did sure um, but you know um i i i got the win and you know i overcame some early adversity in the beginning mm. and uh yeah man it was just it was like you said it was like an out-of-body experience yeah um, it was it was crazy it, it was i finally did something that i've always wanted to do and i won so i love that
0: cool.
1: yeah man for sure it was an awesome experience <laughs> yeah
0: definitely i i I get chills just kind of thinking about just what you said like this is this is something that you've always wanted to do and you got to do it and and so it's there's that it's kind of that first big hurdle and now now you're a you you got a record now like people people heard of you now you know you 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 have probably more firsthand experience with than than a lot of people but there's a we have so much fear associated with the things that we want to do, and like, oh man, like okay, one of these days, like I want to do this, or like someday I'm gonna be this, and there's there's so much to that journey of getting there, and you have to wrestle with that struggle every day at 4 a.m. just getting up out of bed, and then going to work, and then going to work, and then. No, get...
1: so, man. Like I think one of the the biggest thing that I learned from this process is like um, to not overthink things too much like mm. to to truly try your best to live in each moment that you're in
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just just go from there because the more time you spend overthinking it you're not actually even living in the moment that you're trying to pursue yourself you know mm. so yeah. that's one of the biggest things I learned in this whole process like even when I'm up in the morning training or being up early or whatever it is it's like hey you have the capabilities to do this right now one day you know you're not going to be able to to do the,
0: any of this stuff yeah so yeah love that yeah man ah oh, man i hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of creators therapy thank you so much again to darwin if you want to follow along more with his story i've linked uh, some stuff down in the show notes below if you're in the north richland hills dallas fort worth area and you want to give mma a try i've also linked their gym down in the show notes below. And as always, if you want to find more from Creators Therapy, you can go to thecreatorstherapy.com where you will find more podcast episodes, YouTube videos, and social media handles. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Take care, everybody.